Arkansas is going back to Omaha, boys and girls. Let's talk about the College World Series here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. So head over to betonline.net where the game starts. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. And if you're a Razorback fan, especially a Razorback baseball fan, there's no doubt that you had the best of weekends because the Arkansas Razorbacks, for the seventh time under Dave Van Horn, will be heading to the College World Series. And if I'm doing my math correctly, which I'm stupid with, that's three of the last four years, we will say, because we won't count 2020 being canceled, that they've made it to Omaha. And just how sweet it is. How sweet it is to have this Razorback baseball team do what they did all regular season, start off really strong, have some bumps in the road, but maintain their ranking in the regular season by losing three of their last five SEC series, go 0-2 in barbecue in Hoover, Alabama, and not be able to host a regional or even a super regional. And now here they are. They're going back to Omaha. And I can't tell you the feeling that I think so many Razorback fans have due to the fact of this team overcoming the odds. And it's funny to say that because I, I like I'm not trying to make this team out to be like they were just dead in the water scrubs and then, you know, they just got, you know, lucky or whatever. Like I'm not trying to say that. Like they were always a good team. But let's be honest about it. When you're playing a certain way and it's not living up to the standard or the expectation that you feel like fans have or really playing the way that you're capable of, there's going to be a lot of people that take issue with that. But Arkansas has turned it on at the exact right time. And not only were they able to, to win this super regional, but to win it in two games, something that does not happen very often. And honestly, Arkansas has not had happen very often to them. Holding a North Carolina team that's got really good players to just four total runs in two games. You know, it's, I mean, just what can you say? And it, there's a lot of reasons why they got to this point. There's a lot of reasons why this team uh, was able to do what they did in the Super Regional and just kind of looking at uh, some of these uh, games and stats and everything, but a particularly uh, yesterday's game by getting the clinching game to go to the World Series. Like, I'm, again, uh, there's just so many things to get to, so we're going to try to try to make it all work. But uh, first off, what a performance by Will McIntyre. Like, you're starting pitching this weekend in these two games were about as good of performances as I've seen from day one, day two starters in postseason. And that's saying something because Arkansas has had some really great performers in postseason. But you're talking about Connor Noland and Will McIntyre, where they started the game. Uh, McIntyre went five innings. Uh, I want to say... Five, I guess he went uh, five and a third, close to five and a third inning. But I want to say Connor Nolan went six or seven innings. I, I don't have the box score for me. But anyways, he went a long time too. And neither guy allowed a run. Neither guy allowed a run. 
So if you tell me that your starting pitching is going to come in and not allow a single run in both games, what more could you ask? I mean, what more could you really want from two different players that we know they're capable, we know they're really good, but to get to that point and to not even, you know, really have a struggle. In fact, I saw that a great stat that North Carolina in game one when Connor Nolan was pitching, in fact, the entire game, they never had more than four batters per inning. They only had four batters or less per inning. So just shutting them down, getting the outs, getting out of whether it's pitching or whether it was great defense too. You got to give a lot of credit to defense. But I mean, if you can, I know it's easier said than done, but if you can count on your starting pitching to come in and throw five plus innings, scoreless innings, and knowing that you have Brady Tiger, Hagen Smith, guys like that that are able to come in, Zach Morris, you know, whoever, Evan Taylor, to know that you can count on those guys to come in and take it from there. I mean, that's the type of recipe that you want to have a College World Series winning team. But huge shout out to Connor Noland and Will McIntyre, especially Will McIntyre. Like Connor Noland's been great all year. I think we all have known that and he's a senior, but Will McIntyre was a guy that like wasn't even a factor earlier in the year. Like he wasn't even pitching much at all. And then just slowly but surely worked his way up and up and up. And then bam, got his opportunity in an SEC series, showcased it a lot. And in postseason play, he's been electric as well. I think it's just wild that we have a chance to to not only see how this all like played out with him being a pitcher, but also in the fact that Hagen Smith, who was the starter all year long in day two, has now become such a boss of a closer. Like, I mean, just the dude, that's his, that's his thing. And I, I think that if you, I think they figured that part out of it, which again, is not saying anything bad towards, uh, you know, Hagen Smith saying he's not capable of being a starter because no, he absolutely is. But it seems like that is now the recipe. That's what now Razorback baseball needs to have is they need to have somebody like Hagen Smith being a closer, Will McIntyre being a, a starter. So, you know, we're going to see what happens in Omaha this weekend, but I love the idea of having Connor Nolan be your ace after that starting with um, Will McIntyre and then your day three guy being Jackson Wiggins, which is just crazy. We didn't have to see him. So he's going to be well-rested for Omaha. So we didn't even see him this weekend. Uh, but, you know, all those factors into it, like that's that's what you want. And so they were big parts of it. I think I know that he's my guy and I know that I talk about him a lot, but Peyton Stovall, like, like I said, listen, there's great players on this team. And we know that there's guys that also made big plays. You know, Michael Turner makes some big plays. He's been great, too. In fact, I'll, I'll even chalk it up to that. When it comes to offense, Peyton Stovall and Michael Turner have been the two guys that have been difference makers on this team. Like, the fact is, is that you had Michael Turner get two hits in this game. Peyton Stovall went three for four and honestly had the biggest play of the game where he was able to, to get that big single to advance Jalen Battles to third base in the bottom of the ninth. And he go to first, and then there's no outs. He had runners at the corners, and that really alleviated all the pressure on the batters after that because they were like, hey, all I know is I just got to get one and play, and we can at least tie this thing. And so, uh, but Stovall's been awesome, and and he is playing. Not only that, but his defense has been phenomenal. Like, he's been – he made a double play yesterday that I was just like, holy balls. Like, that's that's what you wanted to see out of out of him and what, you know, kind of what everyone saw as far as him as a big leaguer. Because it's just he's making plays. So his elevation of his game, Michael Turner on the offensive side of things, and just getting those timely hits, getting guys to score when they're in scoring position, 
it, it's all coming together. Now, I'm not going to sit here and try to say, oh, well, it's all now it's it's all the Microsoft's the favorite. We'll see. Like they got a lot of games to play. They got a lot of uh, things to go on when it comes to uh, the College World Series. But if you're a Razorback baseball fan and you're seeing what this team is doing now, you're you can't be more confident than what you are right now. You can't be more confident. You can't feel better about your chances of this winning of winning it all this year. And we'll talk more about some of the other details later. Uh, some funny ones, but this is winning baseball. And honestly, and this is nothing against North Carolina at all. Like this is not a slide against them, but I believe that Arkansas actually won the super regional last weekend against Oklahoma state. And then they won the regional here because I think once they beat Oklahoma state, Oklahoma state may have been like, they were in a not, crazy good team, crazy good team. And Arkansas won like that to me, they, they Oklahoma state may have been one of the best teams in the country. Like I'm talking about like, they were absolutely capable of winning it all, but Arkansas was able to beat them. And so, again, that's not a slight against anything that North Carolina does because they're a really good team. But I think that the way that North Carolina played and everything and how Arkansas played against them is like you could tell that, you know, Arkansas was far and away the better team. And they, they knew how to handle themselves against them. And now they have to move on to Omaha. But, Again, I can't tell you how happy I am for for the Razorback players, especially the ones that, you know, from last year kind of had the, you know, deal with that disappointment. And in fact, I even heard when I was in the press conference after the game, Brady Slavens said just something that almost gave you chills where um he was he was the one that hit the 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 walk-off, the walk-off single to to get uh Stovall to score from third and end up winning it. And they did a pitching change and uh Slavens was saying that when he was kind of up there, Jalen Battles walked up to him and said, hey, man, this is what we came back for, this moment right here. Because that had been the whole thing that they had had is just talking about getting back to Omaha, not allowing the disappointment last year to define them. And, like, that was just, like, something where it, it really kind of, you know, got you hyped for it. And even Slavens said that, you know, this year going to Omaha was – was like last, you know, this was for that not only this year's team, but for last year's team. The guys that weren't on this year's team, the guys like Kevin Cops, you know, guys like that, that were didn't get a chance to experience that, and this was for them too. So, take a bow, Razorback fans. Have some fun with it too, man, because we're we're going to Omaha, and I'm going to Omaha. Like my dog hates me. My dog hates me, and he's going to continue to hate me because I'm going to be <laughs> without him even longer. But folks, it's worth it, man. It's worth it. It, it this has been such a fun run, and I I said this today. Um, I, I can't tell you how awesome and lucky I am to, to work for 1037 The Buzz where they are able to send me to these things because I'm like, I've, I've covered two Elite Eight uh, runs. Uh, I had an SEC championship tournament or tournament championship with in Hoover last year. I went to the Outback Bowl and saw that victory for, for the Razorback football team. And now I get to go to Omaha. I mean, he said, I just, I, I can't be more thankful to, to, to do what I do where I do it at. And it's just so awesome. So, uh, I'm going to try to continue to do the podcast up there in Omaha for the World Series. And, man, wouldn't be, it's just going to be crazy if Arkansas ends up pulling it off. But, hey, they got they got games in front of them. They got to figure some things out here after a while, too. But uh, it's feeling pretty good. It's feeling pretty sweet. And we're going to do a little previewing of the World Series as it stands right now and some of the teams that are involved in it in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about BetOnline.net being your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup. 
the NHL hockey finals, as well as Major League Baseball, and of course, all of the latest fighting news from MMA to UFC to boxing. BetOnline.net continues to be your number one source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions over at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's do a little previewing of what the College World Series looks like as of right now, because again, we it's not fully complete at the time of this recording, uh, but we have an idea of where uh, at least six of the teams are going to be of the eight in the College World Series. And it's going to be quite an interesting uh, thing. Like, for instance, and in bracket because this is and this is what's kind of confusing about Omaha. They have you know two different brackets. Um, you can kind of get an idea of who you're going to be playing, but it's you know it's a it's a bet or was it? Um, how do they call it? I'm I'm just drawing a blank here. It's like we're uh, you have two game two loss elimination double elimination. There we go. Jeez, I was an idiot. It's been a long week. <laughs> double elimination. Uh, they're going to have that in the first part, of course, of or in the majority part of the College World Series. And then you have the finals when the finals goes to the best of three. So as of right now, in bracket one, you have Texas A&M, Texas, Oklahoma and Notre Dame. Again, we'll talk about that in a bit. Now, it's funny because I feel like A&M, Texas and Oklahoma, that could be the potential for a new pod in the SEC once all those teams join. Uh, but that's bracket one, Texas A&M, Texas, Oklahoma, Notre Dame. And then in bracket two, Arkansas and Ole Miss are the only ones in those in that bracket two so far, which of all the Ole Miss teams to make the World Series, like, you know, I, I hate the fact that we can't make the joke of uh, Ole Miss ho at home again is what Omaha stands for. But like, I don't know, like, it's just weird of all teams. People probably say the same thing about Arkansas of all the teams to make the World Series. It was this team. So either way, uh, you have at least two teams or three teams from the SEC representing and you have potential for one more because we still have to see what happens in the Oregon State and Auburn game. That game's going to be played tonight. That series is tied at one, so winner advances, as well as Stanford and UConn. That series is tied as one, and uh, the winner obviously advances. Now, Arkansas will play the winner in game one, at least, of Stanford and UConn. So if you're a Razorback fan, you would think you would want to root for UConn. Nothing against them, but it seems like that might be the, the, the better situation for you. Uh, Stanford's a pretty good team. In fact, they're a really good team. In fact, they're the number two overall seed. So uh, if you want them to, you know, if you want to have a, and, and I want to say an easier path because it's never easy, but matchup wise, you definitely want to have UConn. You definitely want to root for them to win today. I don't like their chances, but things could happen. So, uh, but yeah, you'll have that in game and then you'll uh, see how it all sets up from there. And, you know, it's, it's just a crazy how like, you know, this, the hot teams right now is really where it's all at. And I saw another, Again, all these stats that are coming out, but I saw another crazy stat about Texas. And I hate Texas. We all hate Texas, right? But Texas is this is the 75th year of the College World Series. All right. 75 years. College World Series appearance for Texas is 38. Which means that there's been only 37 College World Series without Texas. <laughs> so they've been to over half of the College World Series in its existence. So I know that all about Texas and A&M with uh, Schlossen or what I always struggle his name, but he's in his first year coach at A&M. He gets him to the World Series, which I kind of hate 
because I don't want Texas A&M to be good. I've always felt like there was no reason for them not to be good in baseball, but it seems like he was definitely the man for the job and now has them in the World Series in his in his first year. Oklahoma is in the College World Series, won it all in softball, and now they're in hitting baseball. So uh, they took care of business in, in their side of things where they were able to beat Virginia Tech and you know take care of business. And then Ole Miss, like I, again, I'm not believing in Ole Miss just yet. I think they probably had – of all the, they had the easiest roads, I think, to uh, to get there. And you know, they played Southern Miss uh, and won that game 2-0 and won that series 2-0. So I don't know. I just don't. I'm not buying into the old Miss hype as far as them having a chance. But still, they're in it, and we'll see how uh, Oregon State and Auburn and uh, Stanford and UConn go. But either way, uh, it's an intriguing um, College World Series so far because there's a lot of surprises in there, and Arkansas is one of those surprises. I think that people. Like and that's it. Just it's crazy how like Vegas and everything they like have betting favorites and who they think is going to win and who they think they're going to do what. But to think that Arkansas was like, you know, a team that is still one of the power fa- favorites to win the College World Series, you know, kind of makes you think. And th- and this is where I was, you know, wanted to set everything up. I kind of went along winded, but wanted to set it up for this. <clears throat> I'm not kidding. I'm not blowing smoke i know that i like to consider myself a bs artist and maybe some of you will consider this to be bs but i'm telling you how i legitimately feel in this moment and just going off of watching this baseball team all year long watching them in these regionals and super regionals talking to players talking to coaches everything like that now that a particular team has been eliminated arkansas a hundred percent can win the college world series this year the way they're playing right now, I, I if I'm a Razorback fan, I'm not afraid of anybody. There's not anybody in the College World Series that I'm looking at and saying, oh, for sure, Arkansas has no chance. Now, it's not to say that Arkansas will win. And I'm not saying that you should expect, you know, win it all or bust, win it all or it'd be an epic disappointment. I'm not saying that. But the way that Arkansas is playing right now, the way the hitting is getting there with their timely hits, the way their defense is playing at the elite level, the way their starting pitching is coming in and really doing a great job, the way their bullpen's starting to really bring it with the, with the rise of Hagen Smith in that closer role and Will McIntyre being the starter, the way Stovall's playing, the way Michael Turner's playing, all these factors, there is zero reason why Arkansas can't win the College World Series this year. You're one of eight teams left. And of all the eight teams, a few of them you're pretty familiar with. A few of them you've played. You've played AM. If Auburn wins today, you've played Auburn. You've played Ole Miss. And in fact, you beat Auburn and beat Ole Miss in their series. You you could take care of business there, assuming that Auburn got there. You know, it could happen. And if you're Arkansas, you look at Texas, it's like, they're not too big of a team. Or Oklahoma, no, you can take care of business. Stanford will be a tough match. I mean, number two overall seed. If they win, but if they don't, oh my gosh, look at where everything's at night now. So you are good enough to win the World Series this year. Will you win the World Series? Well, that's a... That's a horse of a different color. But if you're able to play the way you've been playing in the Super Regional, really play with the confidence that you have, limiting your mistakes, and getting the starting pitching to do what they do, you'll be there. You'll be in the mix. And man, oh man, wouldn't that be the unlikely rise of a team from where they were, from a phoenix from the ashes, if you will, from just a few weeks ago. We'll talk about some funny stuff on the other side of the break dealing with a particular team that did not make it to the College World Series here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. 
You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I feel like you guys probably knew that I was going to do this uh, or at least spend some time on this, but uh, the, the vaunted Tennessee Volunteers, the number one overall seed in all of college baseball that plays with such a swagger and passion and has so much emotion riding through with all their pros and all their cra- their crazy coach and their crazy fans, and it's all just so much fun to watch. They got eliminated in the Super Regionals. You know, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. And it's kind of nice to be like, hey, been there, sister. I, 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 Arkansas was in that situation last year, but I would even say that this is worse for tennis like tennessee is worse than what arkansas was last year because arkansas like let's be honest razorback fans arkansas was number one team in the country but you could definitely tell just because of the pitching inconsistencies that they weren't like built different if you will from other championship teams like they were really good but and you had kevin cops but like the rest of the pitching was very inconsistent so it's like even razorback fans you could probably honestly say to yourself last year yeah, it sucked. Yeah, you felt like you should have gone to Omaha and all that. But it's not, I still think that the 2018 team was better, and they weren't a number one overall seed. So you can disagree, but that's just how I felt. But Tennessee this year, they were destroying people. They were hitting home runs like crazy. They had pitchers that were throwing 100 billion miles an hour. Like, they had it all, and they were just crushing folks and beating them like, like a drum. And so... They go to the Super Regionals, and for them to lose the way they did and to lose to Notre Dame was just special. It was so incredible. And I saw a tweet. Uh, I don't remember who it was from, but it was so true where it was like, you know you've really done something crazy when you got the entire nation rooting for Notre Dame and anything. And that's what Tennessee baseball did is they had everybody rooting for Notre Dame because of the hatred that they had built for themselves because of their antics, because they're a bunch of jerks, because they're a bunch of a-holes, because they thought that they were – better than everybody else. They let you hear about it. They like the, the dude that got ejected against Notre Dame. And I guess was it game one. Um, yeah, where he got a strike, there was a ball and strike and, and there was a call. It was a terrible call. They called it a strike, but it was way low. And he goes to the ump and drops two F bombs on him. And like, looks at him directly, drops two F bombs and gets ejected. And then he has the audacity to be like, what me, what I do. Like, yeah, idiot, you can't do that to an up and, and expect you to stay in the game. So all those antics and all that stuff, it's just so sweet. It's so sweet to see them get humbled a little bit because, listen, I'm not one of these people that say that, you know, Arkansas baseball plays baseball the right way. Like, because I, I think the right way is so dumb because there's different ways to skin a cat. Like, you can win championships different ways in all sports. I don't think there's one set way of doing things. We see that all the time. But – when you are a jerk like Tennessee was all the time and embrace the jerk role and embrace being a classless group with a bunch of classless fans, throwing trash on the field, uh, getting ejected, like flipping double birds off to the outfielders and stuff like that. you like, listen, you, you can, you don't have to do that. Like, that's my thing is like, I get play. Like you see guys that act fools and, you know, we saw the Oklahoma state last weekend, you know, there were some guys that kind of acted a little, crazy and stuff but to to do what you do and, and to act the way you do it just makes it so much more sweeter when you fall the greater the pride the harder the fall and tennessee has fallen like they'll, they'll be a good team under vitello they always will but 
this was just something that I'm I'm wondering if maybe they got humbled. Like I'm wondering if maybe they're like starting to realize, like, okay, guys, maybe let's scale this back next year <laughs> because we're not, you know, we can do all those things, but that doesn't mean nothing if we get bounced out in the super regional. And, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to see where other teams, you know, like Arkansas, who do things what which I would call the right way, but you know, handle themselves in a way and in a manner like that. Um, you know, teams like uh, you know, Oklahoma, who ha has done, you know, similar things like that too. Texas AM, I you know, I've never had too many issues with them as far as they, their antics. You know, I think everybody's gonna have a lot of fire to them, but Tennessee was above and beyond. I would say Ole Miss, but I think Ole Miss got humble because you notice that you haven't seen near the antics this year as you've seen in previous years. And it's amazing how that happens. And suddenly you make it to Omaha when you don't do those things. So, anyways, I just, I love it. I'm so happy. And that's another reason why I feel like Arkansas's chances have grown exponentially to win it all. But they got to take care of business. But hate to see it, Tennessee. Hate to see it, man. Hate to see you guys at home in Omaha when you were the number one overall seed and the grunt of the greatest teams that ever assembled. Because uh, I'll send you a postcard. Let us know. Uh, appreciate everybody listening into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. And also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.